Welcome to the Black Heels and Tractor Wheels podcast, where we are sharing stories from a range of women from around New Zealand. For nearly a century, Rural Women New Zealand has been dedicated to strengthening and supporting women and children to become empowered members of their communities. We hope that by hearing these stories from inspiring women all around the country, you'll feel inspired yourself. We're your hosts, Emma Higgins and Claire Williamson, and we'd love for you to join and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our rural stories. So welcome to the wrap up of the Black Hills and Tractor Wheels podcast for the first season. So firstly, I just want to say a massive thank you to Laura, Chelsea, Chanel, Emma, Jill, Julia, Kiri, Sarah, Rowena, myself, and Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Massive, massive thank you to all of you for all of the wonderful golden nuggets and experiences that you shared with us. So Emma and I are going to have a bit of a chat and we're going to talk about some of the things that came up, some of the themes and explore a little bit more about some of those. So Emma. First up, Claire, um, I'll take the easy one. First up, did you think it was going to have such a wide reach as what we've we've had? So just thinking about the feedback that we've had, the wonderful interactions that we've had from people that we know and people that we've never met before. Did you think it was going to go this way? I suppose I would say that I hoped it would because I know that we both have a bit of a network and obviously rural women, we wanted to spend time exploring kind of basically what it means to be a rural woman in 2021. And I think that's made it quite relatable. I think you're absolutely right. And I think there are these universal themes that keep popping up in these interviews that we've had and people seem to you know, the the broader audience seem to really, like you say, find it really relatable. And I think the biggest one that's, if we just, just, you know, shooting off the top of our head, what are some of the themes that we've kind of seen linked through different interviews? And I think the first one that's really struck out for me has been the use of mentors and champions. Um, and I, I obviously this is this is dear to my heart because I spoke about that in my podcast. But just recently, you know, we had the wonderful Sarah Perium who talked about people who have opened doors for her or just been, you know, really, really positive and supporting her. And she made a mention, which I thought was interesting, of most of her champions, or a lot of them at least, being male. Yeah. And I actually think that's a really common theme because you and I both definitely mentioned that in our podcast as well, but being in industries, I suppose, banking, agribusiness, for me, finance, which are traditionally a little bit male dominated. I specifically also think Jen mentioned it, um, being at, at Barenbrug, she's one of the very few females in the senior position. So mm. um, I think that's massive, massive. Mm. And I like the way that Sarah um, spoke about it as well. She said there are a lot of good men out there and there is, mm. isn't there? Mm. Um, and I think I think we just need to acknowledge that. Um, regardless of who gives you a hand up, it's always great. But in a number of our interviewees' cases, they have been male. So I thought yeah. that was a really first interesting observation. And my, my second one would just be around the support that people have had and just the encouragement and positivity when people have been trying new things, having that network, having that, whether it's family, whether it's friends, just people to back them up being like, yep, 
you've got this, you can do it. Mm. And being that mm. voice of positiveness. And I remember that coming through really strongly in Chelsea's podcast where she, uh, she told the story of Red Wine and a Dinner Party where the alumni of the Agri-Women's Development Trust basically brought her into a room and, 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 and asked her why, if she was the expert in her field, why she wasn't pulling that experience into, um, into a business of her own. And I think that's a really, really cool example of what a lot of women get. You know, when, when people say, oh, hey, you're really good at this, then, then they tend to go, oh, okay, here I am. And it's just that extra little bit of confidence that perhaps they might need to move something forward. And, and for Chelsea, she's, she's created a really incredible business that's really well-respected in the food and fibre sector. And, and I think Laura's probably, um, I remember her mentioning actually, Sarah Perriam, who mm-hmm. said, Laura, you need to be a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> you need to remain t- true to your purpose, but perhaps yeah. change where the arms of that windmill go. And I think, yeah, I think that was a really neat metaphor as well for sticking to your purpose and yeah moving things forward that way so yeah we had some other we had some other themes coming through as well and I think the resilience side of things in different ways and shapes and forms came through as well just thinking about your so this was your podcast that you did with Julia um, I unfortunately couldn't make mm-hmm. that one, but I loved yeah. listening back into it. I was like, wow, there are some yes. good gems in here. Yes. And Julie just spoke of of that really in a number of different ways, I think. Yeah, she um, she was really fantastic at sharing the things that perhaps may not have gone so mm. well early on in particular and how she maybe got knocked back a little bit for a few different roles that she started out on and I think the the really big thing for her that she made a couple of points about was to just continually reach out, out and ask for help so you know if it doesn't work out that's okay it was probably not meant to work out and there's another opportunity awaiting you awaiting you in the, in the wings perhaps so reach out to someone who might be able to provide you that opportunity and I actually think you you said that in your podcast too Emma you talked about getting into banking and being being knocked <laughs> back a little bit at the start so it's, it's one of those really good examples of at first you don't succeed <laughs> try and try and try try and try again <laughs> I think the, yeah. the thing about that hearing people like Julia who have such a profile and such a presence in you know, her, her particular field, hearing people like that being vulnerable is awesome because I remember there's been so many times where, you know, over the course of my career, I've been frantically Googling and researching, trying to find, you know, examples of women who have had a, you know, a non-linear journey or, you know, they've had to overcome certain obstacles um, and just wanting, I guess, a little bit of that humanity behind the career story. And in my yeah. my case particularly is, and I'm still to this day trying to, to do this, is to hear about women in senior leadership positions who admit openly that you know this is this is really hard and this is this is how I've juggled it um these are some of the strategies that have worked for me but you know it's bloody hard so I'm still on that I'm still on that kind of weird um creepy google any female leader that I come across (laughs) for inspiration 
Yeah. And you know what that actually brings to mind for me, the idea, and I've seen this on LinkedIn a few times, actually, particularly while we've been in lockdown and and people's uh, business and work, home life have all kind of merged into one. And there is a little bit of a glorification of effectively burnout and, and really you know, pushing yourself really hard. And one thing I think struck me, I spoke to a woman I know really well who's in quite a senior leadership position and she, I actually expected her to say that she worked really, really long hours and didn't get much of a break. And I just sort of thought, oh, you know, it's how it is. She said, no, no, I probably work 40 hours most of the time. And I was like, how are you doing this? And I think probably she's just setting really good boundaries, you know, and a lot of the... A lot of those really top sort of CEs and leadership positions are setting really good boundaries about what they're good at, what they're there for, what they're there to deliver, and then saying, hey, like, no to everything else. And Mm. I think that's something that particularly I need to embrace. But I think it'll be something that resonates with some of our listeners as Mm. well, particularly if you're setting up a side hustle, which is something Mm. that Chanel spoke a lot about, setting up that side hustle and... And then kind of just needing to put in the hard yards at the beginning. And and that's fine. But as soon as you can afford it, start asking some people for help and create some roles where people can step into those and be really good at them to allow you to focus on the development. So, and, and that goes for anyone developing a team, whether it's a business of your own, a side hustle, anything. It's about getting people in the, in the right seats. I totally totally agree with that one thing that I find interesting though is that eternal question of you know why don't we have enough or you know the the numbers of of female leaders are still behind that of male leaders why do we not have enough women at the top you mentioned just before about having to or or you know once you can afford to outsourcing some of that help and that is really important because women in the middle perhaps might not be able to do that and I think that's the real crunch point for women as a as a broader gender obviously those women in the middle who perhaps aren't on the high salary brackets that are doing you know really long hours that are trying to juggle 57 things I think that's where the burnout starts so so let me put a bit of a question to you then Emma like what what can we do to make to make that easier on people because I mean I suppose what we've spoken about up until now has been a lot of the people that resonated with the podcast have done so because they can relate to the stories so does that mean that the more that we share these experiences Mm. and be quite honest and vulnerable about it, the more that those women can come together and go, actually, it's not just me struggling Mm. with this. And could that really actually be quite a big deal? You know, could that be quite a big thing for people? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, that particular phase of the career is less talked about, right? Because people often want to showcase the successful stories when they've emerged from that narrow, twisting, dark tunnel. Um, And so I think whatever we're doing with this podcast, we need to shine a light not only on those people who have made it out of, of the narrow, dark, winding, twisty tunnel, but also those that are going through it still to, like you say, normalize conversations, whether it is about what we've just kind of yarned about, in my case, you know, motherhood and working and, and trying to juggle it all. For some other people, it might be that they're going through a huge health issue um, or for someone else, mm. they might just not know where to start. Um, mm. So I think you're absolutely right. It's about making sure that we can portray all aspects 
of women in different stages of whatever their life looks like. Mm, and I think I wanted to pick up a little bit on something Kerry said. When we asked her what she wanted to leave our listeners with, it was around actually being enough and that being enough in what you do not only now but in the future and not feeling like you have to do anything mm. yes you're there to you know to, to live out the, the values that you've decided upon in your life as a family as an as a individual but you don't have to go and chase all of the exact same things as what everyone else is doing and I think that was a really profound point actually that she made and it's something that if we look at the cross-section of these amazing women that we've spoken to in season one they're all very different but similar so we've all got these different challenges and I think there was another thing that actually leads into this a little bit which is confidence and and actually having the confidence to stand up and say, yeah, this is who I am and mm. this is what I stand for. And I remember Laura saying, actually, I hope you don't think less of me because I don't have big goals. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> we think you're incredible. And and I think she she mentioned a lot that 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 idea about being herself and being unapologetically herself. And yeah. it's something that, in a way, I think sometimes we take a little bit long in our lives to decide that it's okay to be ourselves. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's such a good point. And and actually, to, to sum all that up, our very last interviewee, Sarah actually said that as well in a, a variety mm. of different ways. Um, when she was speaking about, you know, I guess that epiphany that she's had more recently around, um, you know, walking up the stairs into her recording studio. And she was like, yep, I am enough. I've got this. I've got the freedom and autonomy to ask whatever I want to ask and tell the stories that I want to tell. And actually I am enough. Yeah. And I think she touched on a number of points really well that kind of summarize what you just spoke about. So mm. we have been mm. well, so, so lucky with the wonderful top 10 ladies uh, that we've showcased for season one or series one. But the plan, Claire, is to also have series two come up. Um, yes. So we've just got so many incredible people. Yeah, I know the list, right? It keeps getting longer every time we kind of put our heads together. <laughs> yeah. So this is a bit of a call out for feedback. We love your feedback. You can message either of us directly on social media or via our Rural Woman email addresses, or you can reach out to Rural Woman or yeah, just get in touch and and have a bit of a yarn about what, what you've loved and maybe if there's anything that we could do better or improve upon we love to hear from you yep good bad or otherwise we'd love to hear it and lastly who would you like to hear from because we've reached out to some fantastic ladies who we knew would be able to provide us some incredible stories and insights into their lives but who else is there we need the power of the collective here to mm -hmm. tease out some more fantastic stories for season two and beyond that's right so as Claire said just shoot us a message hit us with your top ladies that we should be having a yarn to and stay tuned because we will be back with another round of some inspiring awesome stories from our wonderful rural ladies across New Zealand thanks Emma thanks Claire 
Rural Women New Zealand is a community of like-minded women who are doing amazing things in their respective regions and communities. This podcast celebrates the achievements, successes and stories of our rural women, which are also the foundations for our organisation's rich history. We want you to be part of our future story, so please join us by clicking on the link in the show notes and we look forward to welcoming you into the fold. Thank you.